Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is September 12th, 2021, Sunday. Hope everyone's doing good out there and having a good weekend, getting out and getting some sun rays. Uh, There's still a whole lot of craziness going on with the uh, COVID and the different restrictions and all the different things that... uh, President Biden is uh, trying to do with uh, really uh, corporations and businesses with um, at least 100 employees. And that's the, you know, the urging to get the vaccination. So a lot of people, if you're with a larger company out there, um, when the the major corporations, uh, they're they're forcing the vaccine on you. And so uh, that's still going on here in the United States of America, uh, supposed to be the home of the free. We just uh, passed, uh, yesterday had with the uh, 9-11 20-year anniversary. Wow, just wow, 20 years since that all went down. And uh, on my Twitter, I issued some uh, words about that and really, you know, it's uh, it's just it's a damn shame that everyone continues to to believe the lies that are being sold to you by the U.S. government about what happened in 9/11, and really with anything that's going on out there. But uh, God bless all the victims of 9/11: George uh, W. Bush, uh, Cheney, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld, and the U.S. government perpetuated what I feel is the greatest false flag event ever. So shame on them and shame on anyone who continues to believe the lies that you're told. You need to look deeper into the facts of what went on there. Now, so I've talked about uh, thermite in the Titanic, uh, sinking of the Titanic investigation that I've been writing on now uh, for a little bit and has has been covered uh by other people, and uh, you know, there's a lot of evidence out there, and a lot have, that point to thermite being used in uh, in the Titanic situation as well. So look into that, uh, and look into the uh, the different conspiracy theories that are out there, because a lot of stuff makes sense and adds up that it was it was an inside job, and is is all a part of the uh, the New World Order's uh, you know fear mongering that they do to get you pounded into submission and believing whatever they want you to believe. And so that that's really just in general with all the news that gets reported by the mainstream news. Um, anyways, tonight is uh, MTV's Video Music Awards. I know a lot of people are watching that. So this is kind of an anti-MTV program that I uh, present here. Uh, I think that the music that's out there today, popular music, is just absolute garbage. I don't listen really to any of it. Um, you know, I, I run a hard rock, heavy metal site, 
you don't see much of that out there being promoted uh, you know, by the mainstream. So really, you know, having a program like what I'm doing with my podcast here, this one-hour podcast and jamming music that's relevant, and also looking back at the history of heavy metal, playing the old bootlegs, it's just something that you just don't find much of it out there anymore. So I hope everybody uh, enjoys this uh, program. I will include another a little bit of a snippet from my appearance on FM Rock Radio Show uh, at the start of this month with host Ryan O'Neill, WQEE 99.1, talking about the Titanic bombshell and other things going on in the world, including the uh, situation with the, the different you know restrictions that are still going on with in terms of... Uh, uh, concerts and events, um, just everyone now dealing with this Delta variant. So uh, anyways, I will be back on the radio uh, next month and we'll be talking about River Phoenix's murder, which I have already written about in the past. And so that's going to, we're going to really deep dive into the River Phoenix case. So I know a lot of people are excited about that. But let's take a look at the uh, the headlines, most uh, recent stories. It's been a crazy week. Um, I just had a huge story from the Metal Den that got worldwide attention. Uh, pissed off a whole lot of people, including ex-Motley Crue vocalist John Karabi. Uh, that story uh, that went out was the, uh, that Motley Crue has held secret rehearsals with Karabi and Vince Neal's to be ousted. So immediately after that story ran, Karabi put out his own statement on his Facebook and really was very angry and ultimately said, you know, for the for everybody who's thinking that this is going to happen to fuck off basically. So he's basically giving a middle finger to the fans uh, saying that, you know, he doesn't want any part of this uh, this comeback reunion tour whatever the hell you want to call this thing with motley crew that they're going to be doing here in 2022 which again is twice postponed and so there's a whole lot of information that i've given you uh in terms of looking at both sides of the coin on this matter and what's really going on i mean if you take a look at the videos that are online on youtube of recent concerts of vince neal he's he just doesn't look good. Fans are complaining that he's just not singing the old crew classics properly. Um, but uh, he did, Karabi did have, you know, a lot of people need to realize, he did have, continue to have a relationship with, uh, in terms of friendship with members in the uh, Motley Crue after he was, you know, uh, out of the band. So it's not like he's just not had anything to do with the band. You know, he's been hanging out with Mick Mars and in the studio, has been in the studio with Mick Mars during uh, the production of Mick Mars' solo album So in, in recent years. And so there's a whole lot of different things you need to look at. And obviously fans want to see the original vocalist, Vince Neil. Um, you know, there's even a, a crazypetition.org that's been started for, to call for Sebastian Bach to replace Vince Neil. So a whole lot of crazy stories out there. We've also got Aborted has released a new music video. Um, check that out. Spirit World has debuted a new music video. The Gap and Nephilim has just put out a brand new music video. You got to check that out. 
So a whole lot of different news stories you'll find at the MetalDen.com site. Make sure and check it out as well as visit my uh, personal.com, RandyRocketCody.com for all the latest uh, reports and you know different uh, dissertations that, that I'll put out that covers not just you know the the different things that I'm you know interested in like Jack the Ripper and the Zodiac Killer and the Black Dahlia murder, all, all these uh, different high-profile cases that I'm involved with. Yes, you're going to see more, more and more of that type of uh, content at randyrocketcody.com, but you're also going to see really cool things that uh, will get into vampires and uh, the different types of an undead, uh, different... Uh, you know, just different types of uh, occult stories that I think will help uh, get people more educated about what's going on in this world. You know, those who aren't uh, awake right now and who are still trying to, to come out of their, their uh, deep sleep, it really is just a, a nut and bolts approach for me. Uh, all you can do is really just try to, to, uh, to write stuff that's simple to understand even though it's very complicated. So that's really kind of an art form in itself. So that's what I try to do, is I try to, to uh, present these different uh, stories and, and my different uh, investigations as, as simple uh, to understand as, as possible so that it's not something that's over your head and it's not too difficult to read. But I do appreciate everybody's support and everyone, you know, spreading the word and, and you know, getting the... Uh, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook, sharing my stories. You know, I see a lot of people do that, and that's really cool because it gets the word out, spreads the word around. I can tell you with the um, that my uh, John Karabi, Vince Neal story is the biggest story in rock and roll this in the world this past week. Uh, it, it got published all over, pissed off a lot of people. Uh, I know that there's a, uh, well, we know Blabbermouth picked it up, and so that's, they're one of the, the big ones. And uh, then there was a um, radio station. There's a radio station that put up the story as well in New York that I thought was was uh, really amusing. The uh, trying to figure out which which story that. Anyways. Um, a lot of different sites, of course, um, as I said, Blabbermouth put out the story, so when they do that, it, it just gets picked up. Yeah, it was one of the radio stations in New York that, on the iHeart uh, radio network, and he's calling everything that's coming out about um, Vince Neil a hoax. Uh, so it's it's really, it's gotten a lot of people's attention. Um, 92.5 KGB in New York, big rig. That's been rumored Vince Neil tried to kill himself. Now someone else is coming back to take over vocals in the crew. These are, you know, these are the crazy stories that have been out there, and uh, that it's all part of some crazy psychological operation uh, to to get you to be fed inaccurate, incomplete, and just outright lies. So, got Metal Wani. Put out the uh, 
you know, had put out the ultimatum about Vince Neal having to uh, lose weight or, or, or potentially be fired and replaced by John Crabby. So a whole lot of different stories that are, people are, are just tripping out on. And it's, it's getting out all around the world. Uh, Metawani's in Germany. So, you know, these stories I'm putting out, it's it's amazing that it's getting the kind of reaction it's getting. And, and well, it's, it's getting people to to think and it's putting a lot of pressure on Motley Crue to get serious with uh, you know getting Vince Neil in shape he's announced that he's got this revolutionary fat burning program that he's doing with this ridiculous type of like thing that he wears that you wear on your um, you wear you wear around your waist uh, and and it, it it's like a literal you know it's it's like uh, shocks your, your abs into shape in terms of um, it's really it's 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 actually pretty interesting but for someone his age at 60 years of age to be and to be in the shape that he's in and to think that you're just going to be able to do something like this I mean this is a great type of thing I believe for someone that's younger and it's not as in bad a shape as, as Vince Neal is uh, to think that you're going to just have some get get uh, you know just get it, get it quick, like you do a fast food burger, like he picks up when he's done it at, at the end of one of his shows, and it's going to be all fixed. It's just, it's not that easy. You know, Vince Neil is in bad shape. It has nothing to do with his shitty vocals. The man's a walking heart attack. Okay, he's got one foot in the grave, and I'll tell you that straight up. And uh, you don't have to, you don't have to listen to me if that. If I guarantee you, that's what all his doctors are telling him that you've got to change your, your lifestyle, your eating habits and and all that. And that's not just for his for for you know music and being able to get on the stage and, and to perform and entertain everybody. It's for him to be able to live uh, past you know 62, 63, 65. I mean he doesn't get it together. He's not gonna live to be an old man. So that's what this is all about. People really being uh, concerned on one side with, with that and the other side they're just being so concerned with their own selfish uh, you know they, they're they're consumers. They consume entertainment. They want to, they want to be entertained by this this man. But if he's sick and he's not in shape to to do this big comeback tour, you know they have to have other options. I can tell you now because of John Karabi making his statement that he basically said fuck off to everybody about the idea of having him come back and go up on the stage uh, or to be involved at, at all with with Motley Crue's concert. Uh, it, it puts all back on Vince Neil. There is nobody else. It's Vince Neil has to get this together, and and if he doesn't, you know, it's it's going to be a catastrophe. I think it's going to be it's going to hurt uh, their legacy, Motley Crue's legacy, because you know they're going to be a lot of people all, all eyes on them, right? You know, this is a band that's supposed to be you know with the Dirt movie, the resurgence of the Dirt movie. They're supposed to be this big bad heavy metal band. Well, if they get up there and and they they. <laughs> they take a, a, a nosedive in front of everybody. Uh, that's going to be pretty catastrophic for their legacy, in my opinion. That's why I think it's just a very dangerous thing to come back after, um, you know, retiring and, and to do something like this. But you know what? As I said before, if Vince Neil can get it back, get things going, and, and get back in shape by next uh, summer when these shows happen, and uh, and gets up on that stage and rocks rocks the house, you know. I'm going to be the first guy to applaud him, but there's a lot of people who are just as concerned as I am in terms of what they see right now, and 
you know, they've twice postponed this thing. There's a lot of talk that they're postponing, not because of COVID, but they're postponing because of events. And they're trying to get him in shape. And that's a part of the reason why he's out playing these uh, solo shows is to, to just try and get the cobwebs off him and, um, and, 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 and try to get this thing back uh, uh, in, in the right direction before they actually go, go out and play these big, big concerts with Def Leppard next year. Okay, well, listen, I do want to say thank you again for everyone who's been supporting uh, all my work. And make sure to check out TheMetalDen.com and RandyRocketCody.com. And uh, we'll have all sorts of cool stuff coming up, all right? Let's get rocking with some music.
Hey, brother, it's Randy. Hey, brother, how's it going? Good, what's rocking? Uh, uh, same old, same old, man. Just uh, kicking it here at the station and starting to pick up again, thank God. Good. Yeah, man, yeah. And, man, I got people out of uh, the Atlanta area want to come over and start putting their radio shows on, so. That's good. Come on, start trying to, yeah. Well, I'm thinking about putting a couple of them on, and they're right the opposite type shows, but they're not hardcore what they are. But I know people will listen to the whole whole day with their, them. So, right. And if they can bring me money, that's the big thing. So, oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, hey, if you guys can sell this time, you can have this time, you can have this time and everything. And, yeah, I mean, the Christian school dude over in uh, Fairburn, which is a, a little bit of, which is not far away from us here in Noonan, but, uh, I, I was trying to sell them a radio show, mm-hmm. and they got back with me and said, "Well, how much would it cost for us to for you guys just to run our football games?" And I said, "Do you have a fee? Do you have your own people to call the games?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, "This much?" They said, "Okay, we'll do it." I'm like, well, "Heck yeah!" <laughs> wow. I thought I was going to get sport. Yeah, man, I thought I was going to get sports season off, man, and I was just concentrating on all the shows because I got a lot of shows coming on. And I thought I was going to get, since baseball was over, before hockey started in November, I was like, okay, I'm going to have some time off. Mm-hmm. Well, no, uh, well, I, I have time off on the weekends, but on Fridays I don't now. I was like, I'm going to get Friday nights off again, and da 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 and boom. They were like, how much is that? Well, man, if they buy the time and all I have to do is put them on, and, and their people are calling me this week and say, how can we improve better? I'm like, well, let's sell some advertising. Let's sell some advertising. You talk about advertisers during that time, and that gives me extra money, too, mm-hmm. which in the past, dude, when you do this, it's the person runs the war getting paid, two people going out to the game getting paid, and then whatever's left over the company gets, in the, or and then sell people get paid, and then the company gets. Mm-hmm. This right here, the company gets, and I get. Mm-hmm. Two, two people get money out of this. That's good. The company and me. Good. And nobody else is getting paid. Good. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's the way to do it, man. It's the way radio's being done today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people want to do shows. People want to do stuff. I just saw them the time. But, yeah, man, it went like that. I was, I just got done with my last baseball game, had my first weekend off, and then came back on that Monday to go, all right, Landmark, I need to talk to you about your radio show because their coach has been coming on here, and I've been – doing some things for him and he wanted to really want to be on and then they said hey we don't want to do that we want to run spots and we want to uh you guys how much it would cost to run spots and football said this much as it will take it i'm like heck yeah sweetness all right and i was like once a week oh yeah so you guys how's the um response been with the uh, navajo nation have you have you seen a uh, man? They 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 come on every week. I got people on there every week that uh, respond to me and play my Friday game. Mm-hmm. They listen every day. Awesome. They love me. They do. They just you know it's uh, it's awesome, man. I mean, Cause that, yeah, that's a, that's like four states, the Navajo Nation. Yeah, 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 man. I got th- I got those four states. I got. Uh, Alabama and Georgia over here, and I got Hawaii, and got Hawaii wherever too. else, wherever else, Fringe Radio Network, Fringe Radio Network, based out of Hawaii, mm-hmm. so okay. and everywhere else. So okay. yeah, man, it's it's 
Well, yeah, we know you get the uh, once you know we have the way you do your live feed. That's getting yeah. that's getting worldwide because it's it's on your Facebook. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's really it's really I don't know, man. It's really if there's a lot of people listening, it's really cool. And, yeah, and, well, you've done something right. I mean, the whole key to it is is building up your own distribution. Um, yeah. However, however that that has to be done. It's the same thing on my end. Um, you know, I have my own distribution channels that, that I use specifically through Facebook uh, that gets those those news groups and whatnot are gold because if you belong to them and, and you've got any kind of presence there, um, you, you regularly post and whatnot, and you've been sometimes they'll give you like a storyteller tag or they'll give you a tag after you've earned a certain enough status. Then you really, when you put stuff up, you, it gets read. I mean, these groups, some of these groups, you know, anywhere anywhere from 50,000 to a million people in there. Yeah, I know. It's been a, it's been awesome, some of the things that's happened. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just appreciating that people like what I'm doing. And, and dude, I know that the major competition is, is, I know the major competition is listening because I've got wrestlers in AEW and WWE that listen to the show. Mm -hmm. And also Fox, CNN, and all of them listen to the show, obviously, because they're, anytime I say something, anytime I call them out or say something, that evening they're trying to do what I had said. Yeah. And, and, and look, dude, I, I called out. Trump a few weeks ago before his rally in Coleman and said, you need to, uh, you need to tell your, your, you need to go out there and tell your, uh, followers, your, are your, well, I said followers, I didn't say followers, I said your supporters, that they need to look into the vaccination because mm -hmm. you took it and you need to talk about it since you're the one that did it. And all of a sudden he's doing that and I'm thinking, man, somebody's listening somewhere. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's you know, a whole other subject is that vaccination. And, uh, oh, it's touchy. It's touchy. Mm -hmm. And I understand people's different points of view in it, and nobody's really – I don't really have anything. Well, they're, for, they're forcing it. They're forcing it here in the, in the States through the corporations. They're forcing, yeah. they're forcing it on people, brother. My, uh, yeah. my nephew's dating this uh, girl who's a, a mucky muck at AT&T. And uh, she's been with the company like uh, near 20 years or something like that or over 20 years. And uh, wow. yeah, she, she's a few years older than him. But, um, you know, she's got she's got it. She's got it going on. She's she lives a nice life and stuff. But uh, she uh, she got the, uh, the um, memo from the company, I guess, or whatnot, saying that by October 1st, I guess it is uh, yeah. that they all had to, they all had to have the, va the vaccines or they're going to be fired. So she took it. She took it finally. I guess yesterday, the day before, she t she went ahead and took it. Yeah, they they're doing that to a lot of the major companies. Uh, but I can tell you right now, nobody in in my area has asked anybody whether they took the vaccination or not. Yeah. I have not. I can tell you right now that all when people are like you're saying, hey. Uh, they're trying to trying to tell us to do this or they're asking me. Nobody's asked me whether I took it or not. Yeah. And and I go into businesses all the time. Yeah. But I that's why I present myself the way I do on the radio that you go talk to your doctor, 
you make the decision that's best for you, and you, you and your doctor make your decision. I don't tell you to tell you what to do, and mm-hmm. so they leave me alone. Where I've, I've heard people, man, they just they get harassed. You know, it's like the CNN people get harassed for. Oh, I bet you guys took it, and the and the Fox guys they get asked, did you take it? Did you take it? You're against it. Did you take it? You know, so. Mm-hmm. I learn from learn from these people's mistakes. I don't want you know. I don't want nobody knowing my personal business. So I just think it's going to be fascinating to see what happens um, moving forward here. Um, whether or not we're going to see another, you know, major lockdown of some of some of these larger metropolitan areas. Um, yeah, I think I think we're going to get locked. I, I don't know if we're going to get locked down, but I think that all the I hate to say it, I think all the concerts are going to get canceled. I think the sporting events are going to be open because they could, uh, there's a possibility they could spread people apart from them. But when you go to a concert, you know how it is. People are right up under each other. Yeah. And you go to a metal concert, they're going to run, be running into each other. Yeah. So, so at a concert, we're a lot more lenient than we are at a sporting event. You know, we're... I get, I, what I'm trying to say is we're more friendly. Mm-hmm. At a sporting event, we might get tired, we might get mad at the person next to us because they're hollering for the team and you want them to shut up. But at a concert, you person's hollering over there, you go and hug them, you know. So. Or, or hit, hit, take a hit off of the, a, a joint being passed around. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, from a police officer yeah. <laughs> who's, who's there. <laughs> Let me tell you a story before we go on there. We're about to go on. Right. Uh, my brother and I and mom and, and sister and everyone went to the Kiss concert when Kiss put their makeup first back on back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And we had this couple sitting right next to it. Man, as soon as the lights went down, man, all you smelled was marijuana. And I smelled it right next to me. That turned to me. This guy that was standing next to us, he and his wife, his wife was telling us, I'm a pol- he's a police officer in North Carolina. He's a state trooper, da 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 and I was sitting there, oh, okay, because I knew my brother smoked it. And I was thinking, oh, my God, my brother's not going to be able to smoke it because he's not going to, you know, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, got you. And smell it, I'm looking around going, there's a cop next to us. And then I turn next to me, the cop's smoking it, him and his wife and are smoking it with my brother. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, all right, dude. Well, that's how it is. I mean, that's how it is. I was, I had the same similar thing at my buddy took me to a Radiohead concert. He had an extra ticket last minute. He's all, you want to go with me? I'm like, why not? You know? So he went to Hollywood Bowl and, uh, and we were, he had a joint with him and we were smoking and this really hot chick sitting, uh, she was behind us sitting with her husband. She'd lean forward. She's all, could I have a hit? <laughs> so we're all sure, you know, it's about times the saying, you know, concerts, you're a lot more apt to hang out with a stranger you've never met before and you know that sort of thing i'm saying i think that's why they're going to get they're going to be the first ones to shut it down i mean with all the stuff that happened with corn and then my buddies and blackberry smoke had to be out for a week and so i mean i think it's going to come i mean the doobie brothers are shutting down all the old guys are shutting down all the old guys are shutting down um i think some of the Metal bands are going to keep playing because they got to make money. Well, yeah, you got that that uh, that rail club um, 
had just I just put up a story about the rail club uh, live here in Fort Worth, and they were he was having an issue. He needed twelve thousand dollars to uh, to raise to keep the, uh, the the city comptroller off his back. Um, he's been he's been kind of going flying the middle finger against the the whole the whole uh, uh, situation with all along with being closed down and being told what to do, and uh, right. so he kept he kept open. And so, uh, but th they were saying that that somebody uh, uh, were, was hitting off of beers when they weren't supposed to, because he's not supposed to be selling no no beer during during the during the thing. And so uh, they're trying the city's trying to nail him, uh, trying to nail him on that. So, but he did raise the twelve thousand. I'm I'm happy to say um, we got got the word out about it, and some people showed up. He had a car wash thing. He, he raised the money. We're getting ready to go off. So hold on, brother. All right. Welcome back into the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, guys. You are in lockdown mode right now, and we've got a lot in store for you. 28,000 plus of you listening on the World Wide Web and shouting it out loud. Shout it, shout it out loud. We're on the French Radio Network in Hawaii, Earth Rock Radio in the Domo Nation in New Mexico, as well as JC Sports in East Alabama, West Georgia, and it's the home of the Walking Dead, our home location here at 99.1 FM, the key, W2. Yes, this morning is the Metal Den, and he was it was created by this legendary rock journalist who is the most dangerous journalist in the business too. Created that on MySpace back in 2005. Watched the official .com for TMD, uh, and also he has appeared as a staff writer for MetalUnderground.com back in 2006. Please welcome the gentleman that we've been speaking with <clears throat> for a, about a year, almost two years now, talking about on True Crime Thursday. We spoke with him about our very first case, the Zodiac Killer, from that to Jack the Ripper to all the legendary deaths of famous rock singers. And this morning we're going to talk about the Titanic bombshell. Please welcome Randy the Rocket Cody's with us this morning. What's up, Randy? Hey, how's it going, buddy? I am good. Glad to have you with us on this True Crime Thursday edition. We're getting excited uh, about talking about the Titanic Tragedy Part 2. I shared your link into my feed. People are going to be able to read it. We'll talk about where you can go to see that later on and some of the things, the Titanic bombshell. Before we dive into that, uh, I do want to talk a little bit before we dive into that. I know that you as a music journalist, Right now, with the pandemic, had shut us down for almost a year last year during the fall. And really, it started in March, March 17th, and shut us down all summer long. We just started getting concerts back maybe a couple of months ago, maybe a month and a half ago. And I know that you, you, have, to, you have to review a lot of great bands and everything and people that are on the road. But I just heard recently... Uh, Doobie Brothers are going to shut down because Michael McDonald has the COVID-19 a few weeks ago. Good thing they're back this weekend. Jonathan Davis from Corn uh, tested positive for, for COVID-19. Um, a, a buddy of mine, Paul Jackson from Blackberry Smoke. And, and, of course, it took weeks off for some of these people, and they're having to reschedule these shows. What do you think as we go into the fall season? About as an expert in this, in the in the in the music business, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think we're going to continue to have shows? What do you think is going to happen as the COVID nineteen is tested positive, even amongst uh, the more uh, 
uh, older rockers? Well, uh, <clears throat> sure, that's a yeah. great that's a great question. Um, you know, you you missed uh, Paul Stanley, by the way. Um, and Gene Simmons just recently, brother, I just noticed they just said he just tested positive. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they had to, so uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, it's, you know, as I said before, if you remember, I, I said that I believe that this was going to go uh, into 2022. Right, yeah. And that's what it's looking like. So, you know, we do have still the Motley Crue, um, Def Leppard stadium tour that's that's been postponed twice now and pushed back all the way to the summer of 2022, um, yeah. which is, you know, it's still getting a lot of, uh, you know, it's still getting a lot of attention in terms of people wondering if, if, it, if that's even going to happen then, because, um, you know, the, the trend is right now that everyone's tending to, to, to just do what's what's the safest. Um, right. In terms of uh, you know the fact that we do have this uh, this variant going on, uh, Delta variant, uh, we've got a lot of people dying, a lot of people dying. I can tell you that two people, two friends of my wife um, here in the past week passed away. And, oh my God. Yeah, oh, and they were in their late forties. So um, yeah, yeah. One 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 was um, uh, my my wife's uh, aunt. Her, um, a friend of hers that she's very close with, she literally found, uh, they found him uh, dead because they, they, you know, they, they hang out, he are allowed to go in and out of their houses and whatnot, but they found him dead in his home. And so he was kind of like a guy he'd help her, uh, with errands and whatnot and stuff. And he'd been complaining, not feeling well, and whatnot. And, uh, the next thing you know, he was dead. So, oh uh, and it was COVID. So, um, that's that's uh, pretty scary, you know, because he wasn't that old, and so. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, and I'm knowing a lot of people myself
Metallica on Jimmy Kimmel Live is presented by Salesforce. Unite your company's team around your customer. I read the paper. They said that a group of homosexual necrophiliacs have been going around to mortuaries offering them money to let them come in at night and spend a couple hours undisturbed with the freshest male corpse. I wasn't trying to sell this as a fucking home game, all right? It's a story I read, folks. Jesus Christ, give me a chance to do some journalistic reporting here, will ya? I felt the same way. I read this thing and went, oh, oh! Oh, thanks for the visual! Hey, I felt sorry for these corpses, man. I mean, you'd think death would be bad enough, wouldn't you? I mean, the one thing that scares the shit out of everybody is death. You don't want to think about it, you don't joke about it, you put it out of your mind, but you figure if you faced it, that's it. What could be worse than fucking death? You figure, I got past death. I mean, you hated it, but at least you lived through it, you know? You got by it and all that shit. I felt sorry for these corpses, because I know these guys were laying out on slabs. They're in there going, well, well life was tough, and uh, yeah, it was pretty hard to live up to, and uh, I have I faced death, and I'm glad I went through it, and... Uh, well, I'm just, I'm, now I'm ready to spend eternity in heaven, be with Jesus, and rock of ages. Hey. Hey, what's this shit? Oh, I don't believe this. There's a guy's dick in my ass. Oh, you mean life keeps fucking in the ass even after you're dead? Oh, never ends, it never ends. Oh, oh.
rock and rollers like you, you people out there, uh, which is great, man. I'm, I'm glad to see you guys out here. Uh, we do a song right now that we always dedicate. That's the last one. We did, we did a thing called Vet Fest down in, uh, in Chicago. And uh, it was for all the vets. How many vets and vet veteran families and everything we have out here? Service, man. That's, that's pretty awesome. I, I grew up in a, in a family. You know, uh, yeah, my grandpa was in World War II. My dad was in Korea. Um, I had, uh, my cousin Kenny, uh, uh, three three tours in Afghanistan. Uh, crazy shit. But I was talking to a to the uh, chief. I'm sorry, not a chief, but a captain. <laughs> Of the USS, uh, what was it? Okay. There, no, not the Arizona. That was the uh, Oregon. No, 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 it was on this. Is Alaska. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he said every time we pull into port, and we have the with the sailors the, the, the always like you know saying you know. Yeah, and they played this song as they're coming into port, and I thought that was pretty fucking cool. And uh, he said, "Well, he, he felt that." He goes, "I'm not only a his captain, because I know that these other, you know, other, you know, ships and stuff of the size come in and play this song while we're coming in. And I hope you know the song, because I want you, I want you to sing it out nice and loud. So you guys ready?" Thank you. 